Welcome to this faith-inspiring message from Living Streams UK. We hope you are blessed. The heart of man is deceitful, desperately wicked above all things. Who can know it? These are the words of Jeremiah. And in this episode, let's examine the state of our hearts. In the book of Exodus, chapter 2 and the verse 11 to the verse number 14, we learn that Moses had a heart burning for the liberation of the Jews when they were slaves in Egypt. In Numbers chapter 31 and the verse number 16, Moses reports that the hearts of the people have been turned around from the ways of the Lord by the Midianites who brought sin upon Israel through the counsel of Balaam. And in Numbers chapter 25, we see somebody by name Phinehas rising with so much desire in his heart with which he stopped a plague that was destroying the camp of Israel. His heart burned with zeal for the Lord. It is therefore important that we check what happens in our hearts. In fact, Jesus says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. We cannot tell what is in someone's heart. In fact, sometimes it is even difficult to know what is in your own heart. And so we ought to guard the heart. The Bible says, guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. We must therefore recognize what it is that is the desires in our hearts. What desire have you got in your heart today? What desire have you got in your heart regarding your life? What is the desire in your heart? We must understand, first of all, if you are a Christian listening to this episode, the desire you have in your heart is possibly put there by God. Now, I use the word possibly because it is not all desires that a Christian has. That means it is really indeed from God. Because as a Christian, you are also battling the desires of your flesh. And we ought therefore to separate the desires that God has given to us from our own personal desires or even, if you like, personal ambitions and so forth and so on. And so my interest today is for us to examine the desires in our hearts that are particularly those ones that God has placed there. If we can identify those ones, it will help us to let go of the others which are not from God. In John chapter 2 and the verse number 17, the Bible says, And his disciples remembered that it was written that the zeal for your house has eaten me up. So Jesus exuded some kind of zeal. Jesus displayed and demonstrated to the world a certain level of zeal proceeding from his heart. His heart burned with zeal for the work of his father. In Philippians chapter 2 and the verse number 13, the Bible says, For it is God who is the cause of your desires and of your acts for his good pleasure. And this is in the basic Bible uh, English version. 
I love that particular version for this verse. It clarifies it a lot more. Other versions say it is God who works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So God is working in your heart. God is placing some desires there. We must recognize what desire God has placed in you. If you can know it, if you can place a finger on it, you can guard it and bring it for his glory. Hallelujah. Now, there are two things about God-given desires in our hearts. Number one, a desire that is put in you by God will always bring glory to his name. It is not for self-glorification. It is not for self-aggrandizement. It is for the glory of God. In Psalms 21 and the verse number 1 to the verse number 2, the Bible says, The king shall joy in thy salvation, in thy strength, O Lord. How greatly shall he rejoice. Thou hast given him his heart's desire and hast not withheld, withheld the request of his lips. Now, this is a very powerful scripture. At face value, it sounds as though the king is rejoicing because his desires have been fulfilled. A closer look at the word given from the original Hebrew language tells something different. It says actually that God has put that desire there. The word means God has placed, God has fixed the desire in the heart. And that desire there led the king to praise the Lord. It brought glory to God. He was careful to worship God who placed that desire there. And so ladies and gentlemen, a desire placed in us by God will lead us to bring glory to his name. Our heart's burning desire must always be towards God, not to our self-gratification. In 1 John chapter 2 and the verse number 16, the Bible says, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. You see, lust and pride burn towards the self. Any desire towards the self is not there by God. Do you desire to be rich? The answer, the question is, why do you desire to be rich? Do you desire to have a high degree in education? The question is, why do you desire that degree? Do you desire to be a leader? The question is, why do you desire to be a leader? For some people, do you desire to be a pastor? The question is, why? Do you desire to carry a big anointing? The question is, why? So, ladies and gentlemen, what pregnancy of desire are you carrying in your life? If you can answer these questions in a different way, in the way that brings glory to God, then that desire is what God has placed there. It is not that which is of the flesh. If the answer to these questions and many more are towards the self, then I would advise that you stay away 
from such desires. A desire that is put in you by God will always bring glory to his name. Hallelujah. The second point is a desire that is put in you by God will lead to a place of prayer. Now remember, if it is God who put it there, then you will not have the natural ability to to fulfill it because it is coming from God. And therefore, you need some supernatural grace to be able to fulfill it. And so, it will drive you to a place of prayer. You know, Moses had speech problems. He was a stutterer. Moses had issues of fear. He was afraid of the Pharaoh. Phinehas risked being targeted by his brethren for being conceited. Noah risked being called a madman for what he did for God. So there is always a reason in the natural ability of man not to fulfill God-given desire. And so you cannot do it in yourself. It must lead you to a place of prayer. It means humbling ourselves before God, reaching out to his grace to allow us to be strengthened by his spirit so that we can fulfill God-given desires. This is what we must watch out for. In Psalms 21 and the verse number 2, as we read earlier on, it was the Lord that places the desire there. And by placing it there, it led the king to the request of his lips. And he prayed, and he prayed, and he prayed. In Psalms 145 and the verse number 19, the Bible says, He will fulfill the desire of those who fear him. He will also hear their cry and will save them. So number one, he will fulfill their desires. And number two, he will hear their prayer. That is, he will fulfill their desire by hearing their cry. Ladies and gentlemen, is there a desire in your heart? Is there a cry in your heart? Launch into prayer. Go before your heavenly father in prayer. The Bible says he will hear your prayer. He will hear your cry. Do you know that to become born again, it begins with the heart? Now the Bible says, With the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And so in Romans chapter 10 and the verse number 10, where this scripture comes from, what do we learn? It begins with the heart. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and the verse number 11, that God has set eternity in the hearts of men. So eternity is in your heart. He said in the hearts of all humanity. So the work of salvation begins in the heart. And when that happens, when the heart is convicted, it leads us to a place of repentance. And that is a place of prayer. And so God has placed eternity in our hearts. It must lead us to a place of prayer and to repentance for us to see what it is he has placed in us come alive. Similarly, any desire that God has placed in you as a child of God, 
hearing this episode today. I pray that that desire drives you into a place of prayer. Are you wanting to be a business person? Has that desire been put there by God to raise a business mogul out of you so that the kingdom can be enlarged, so that the resources that you earn can support God's work? Then may it lead you into a place of prayer. May it lead you into a place of prayer. Moses left his comfort zone when he was in the fields taking care of his sheep and he yielded to purpose. We also must leave the comfort zones to the prayer chamber if we want to discover what it is God has placed in our hearts. May you rise into a place of prayer today because the desire that is in you, it is God that is working it out for you. Has he placed a desire in you to help those around you? Has he placed a desire in you to pray for your family? Has he placed a desire in you to launch a business so that you can can earn some money and do the kingdom work and support the kingdom? Has he placed a desire in you to preach the gospel? Has he placed a desire in you to do something good? Maybe for you, he has placed a desire in you that you go to your next stage in education. Maybe he has placed a desire in you to rise up and not rest on your oars, to pursue the dream that he has placed in you. Has God placed any kind of desire in you at all? Number one, it must bring glory to him. Number two, it must lead you to a place of prayer. I challenge you today about these two things in the heart, your desire, guard your heart. Two things. One, a desire placed in you by God will lead you to praise him. It will bring glory to his name. Number two, a desire placed in you by God will lead you to a place of prayer. Hallelujah. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if there is a desire in you, the ultimate desire is to know God. The ultimate desire is to have a relationship with God. And that desire in you, it is the Lord that placed it there. And I invite you to know the Lord today. His hands are opened. He is looking to have you back in his arms as his child. Today, May you pray this prayer after me and let that desire that God has placed in you to get to know him, let it be fulfilled when you cry out in prayer. May it lead you to prayer. And shall we pray now? Dear Lord, I recognize that I am a sinner. I cannot save myself. And therefore, I believe in your offer of salvation for me, even in Jesus Christ your son. I believe that he died for me and that on the third day you raised him from the dead so that if I trust in him, I also rise up into a newness of life. Forgive me my sin. I repent of my ways and I follow you today. From today, I declare that I belong to Jesus. From today, I confess that you are my Lord. From today, I belong to the family of God. May my desires 
be those that you place in me. Help me to live for you from now onwards. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. Please share this podcast on your social media platforms and I will see you again in the next episode. Goodbye. Hope this message has blessed you. Do visit us at uklsi.org for more information. God bless you and we look forward to hearing from you.